0: Greetings. This is Carl Richards, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio. Years ago, I used to race my road bike, and don't get the wrong impression—I was sort of a middle of the pack rider, and I just did a couple of races a year. But we rode pretty hard, and 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 the group of us used to get together early in the morning, and there was probably you know between I don't know eight to twenty of us on any given day, and. You know what happens when you take a group of individuals that are really competitive individually and you throw them into a group. <laughs> every day was like, you know, the Tuesday morning World Cup, we used to joke, like it was always a race. And what happens when you ride your bike that way, when you train that way, and it's the same, I'm sure, for every, well, I know it is for running and every other sport, when you're always going medium hard every time you get on your bike you're going medium hard you improve quickly like when you first start riding or running you'll improve quickly but then real just as quickly you plateau and you never get any better and it becomes frustrating after a couple of years you're like gosh i'm not getting any better right and then if you continue to do that for a couple more years you actually start get at least my experience and the experience of a number of people i've talked to you actually started getting worse, right? Like the body starts to break down a little bit. You get sick more often. And it's just this idea of going medium hard. Now, I didn't realize it was going medium hard. I thought we were going really hard. (laughs) Until you start measuring, you know, objective measures like heart rate or a power meter, you have no idea that you're actually just going medium hard. Or until you start talking to real athletes that actually have a training plan, that include and their training plan includes hard days and often their intervals and they'll tell you about sort of vomit inducing intervals. Now that's hard, right? And then when you go out for your easy day and it, yeah, you go just hard a little bit every once in a while to catch somebody or, you know, and you realize that's not a rest day until a real athlete tells you like a rest day is the equivalent of riding around with your six-year-old. That's how slow a rest day is, right? So I was sort of stuck there in the middle in what's often referred to as the training death zone, you know, medium hard every time on the bike. And as a consequence, I didn't improve. I mean, I got, I improved quickly and then I plateaued for like a decade, you know, and as hard as I tried, I mean, I even had training programs at one time and and that really requires you, unfortunately, it almost necessitates training alone. Because it's just the group think is so hard to resist, right? Like once the group starts going a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit faster, it's impossible if you say, whoa, 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 that's not what my training plan says today. Really hard. So most of the really great athletes I knew trained mostly by themselves. And then they'd show up every once in a while and kill everybody else and then go back to training by themselves. (laughs) So what's so interesting to me about this is the idea of building routine and as much as we all wanted in our lives, like work routine, like I come in, I do the same thing over and over and over. I write a thousand pages a day. I call 10 clients. I, you know, I, the same thing over and over and over. I think I'm finding that that has a similar impact. We don't get a lot better, right? And we've never built rest and recovery into our work lives. And we've also never built vomit-inducing intervals, if you will, like getting in a little over our head, trying things, as Seth Godin likes to say, trying things that may not work. I like to think of it as economic adventure. Sorry, that's not the right word. I like to think of it as work adventure, right? I like to think of it as there's an economic value to adventure is what I meant to say, right? Adventure is almost by definition something that may not work you're going to be in over your head. You're going to go out. It's going to be hard. And then you're going to come back and rest and recover, right? And there is this sense. Another way to think of this is a steep learning curve, right? Now, if we're continually exposing ourselves to being a little in a little over our head or steep learning curves, then we're going to get tired and burned out. So, that's the value of recovery. And so, particularly to all of the financial advisors around the world that are listening to this. Build in periods of (laughs) vomit-inducing. That sounds so fun! Vomit-inducing intervals. Adventure. Periods of time where you're in a little over your head. Go get a new designation. Study for your CFA. Get your CFP if you don't have it. You know, whatever. Volunteer to take over something new in the office. You know, look around. If you're, not, if you're not the owner of the firm, look around and ask your boss, like, hey, what needs to be done around here that would just be great that you've been thinking, man, it would be amazing if somebody would do this and nobody's volunteered till now and do it, right? If it means learning QuickBooks, learn it. Learn a new graphic design program. Take over the social media efforts of the firm for a couple of months. Learn what you can. All I'm saying is, and then after you've climbed that steep learning curve, back off for a day or two. Maybe you can even get a week, maybe you can get a month. I'm not saying take vacation, I'm just saying just do your normal job. Rest and recover. Then, ah, rest and recover, look for a new opportunity. Not only is there personal value in that growth that comes from going hard, really, really hard, and then going really, really easy, not only is that in and of itself that's valuable, there is economic value To taking those sorts of opportunities. In other words, there's economic value in adventure, right? As much as we want consistent, I think this idea of rhythms and seasons, there's a season for recovery, there's a season for hard work, there's a season for the harvest, there's a season for resting, right? There's a season for hibernation. As much as we want consistency, I think as humans, we need variation, rhythm, and dare I say, we need adventure.